<laughs> Welcome to Husky Radio. Husky Radio. Hey, what up? You're watching us. You're ready to see some news from these four handsome faces. Who's handsome here? <laughs> handsome. Don't lie. Well, I, I mean, I think a few of you are handsome. Thanks. I'm not. Maybe. Maybe, um, maybe not. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. I see some people starting to filter into the stream. Welcome to Husky Radio, February 28th. We're here with your video game news, your reviews and views and brouhaha's. I love that word. Brouhaha. We're going to keep that word. Brouhaha. That, that word is is sticking around. It's not a brouhaha. Sticking which... like a non-stick Teflon pan. Well, that would quite make sense, does it? Yeah, because that's non-stick. Uh, there, there we but go. But it's probably yeah, not sticking, we so we're good. We're going to be uh, talking tonight about a ton of things. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Jimquisition a little bit, as uh, his lawsuit has finally, thankfully, wrapped up. Uh, we're going to be talking about some speed running of NES games, uh, a variety of other things, a little bit of Marvel gaming news. Want to make sure we uh, talk about tonight, uh, and of course, we are planning for the Switch, and so that is extremely important. That's this week, gentlemen. Yeah. That is just Ooh. a few days away. Ooh. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for the switch? I'm gonna pick. Yes. My body's I can't ready. wait. I can't wait to shut down this channel and forget all about it once I have the switch in my life and I don't have any time for my Destiny body Cops or is any of that ready. Crap. That seems fair. Yeah. That seems fair. Uh, what are your so Kyle? You are not getting the switch. I have not one, correct. Pre-ordered it. I can you even guess, can you even you get it to on day one if if it's knows. like not if you didn't pre-order it or are they do they have like I'm a sure. fresh batch? Maybe they I'm got sure like a hot, probably hot batch coming out of the oven. They've said that but, it's gonna be better than like the NES Mini was. That you might be able to pick yeah. up a couple of them. It's stores. better than the NES Mini because I could pre-order it more than five minutes after the thing was announced. So yeah. that's always <laughs> better. But yeah, I don't think you needed to add the qualifier when it the day it comes out. I, if I were a betting man, Kyle Davidson will never own a Nintendo Switch. That is, you know, just, I, I don't he know. Has, he's yet to make the jump to Nintendo, and I don't think this one's going to be my first enough of a my of a first video game purchase okay. was the was the Nintendo DS. Uh, no. Yeah, Game Boy Advance SP. The Game Boy Game Boy SP. That was my first yeah. console purchase. One of two. The other one was the Xbox 360. Yeah. Actually, I bought two Xbox 360s because I got the Star Wars one. Obviously, when that that 360 was out with the C3PO controller. I wanted but, to do that. But uh, I've got that. I've got that right over here. Yeah. I I have hope that like in a year maybe I'll get it. You know, I think I think it'll. I think it's on. I think it's on its way. I have hope that the switch will continue to grow and get better and better. Everything I see every day, pretty much, is, gives me hope that it'll go. It, it didn't convince me to buy it, pre-order it right off the bat, but um, I don't know. It looks cool. I'm excited for everyone else. Like Breath of the Wild looks pretty cool and stuff. So, oh yes, it does. So it's yeah, it's well, cool. I am excited. Uh, that is definitely a day one purchase and play for me. It's been pre-ordered. I'm um, hoping that it will arrive before the, I grab the system, but we'll see. Uh, any other, I mean, Will, Scott, you guys got first day one plans with your Switch? 
Um, I plan to get home, not sleep, download whatever updates I have to <laughs> download because every console's that way. They'll probably be like four hours of downloading shit before I can play. <laughs> and then I'm just going to start playing Breath of the Wild and probably stream it on the Twitch and not stop until I can't stay awake anymore. You getting a <laughs> midnight? You getting a midnight? Of yeah, I'm getting mine at midnight. And I got Zelda, I got Bomberman, and I got uh, one two Switch. Which looks terrible, but whatever. I got it. And my plans are get home, set it up, uh, play some Bomberman until I fall asleep, then wake up the next day and start streaming Zelda on YouTube. So it works out perfectly. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's that's my plan. I will be picking it up on Friday, not midnight. Uh, I got to work in the morning, so I'm right gonna, after I'm going to text her so many spoilers while he's the first <laughs> spoiler. I know I will not be checking my phone. I'm going to text uh, your students and have boy. them answer answer questions <laughs> with spoilers. Oh, it will be awful. It will be awful. And it's it's a really slow day at class, too. I, I'm there for three extended periods. And I'm only teaching during one of those periods. You should just pick it up so, before you go and then just keep it under your and desk. And take it with me. Under yes, your yes, desk. The whole thing. That's the beauty that. of the Switch. You're there you supposed go. To, you can put it that. while your students are taking a test see. or whatever. There oh it is. Oh my gosh. That's it. Uh, at this point, we've just we've just picked up uh, Zelda. And, and I think that'll be enough for a while. I'm certain Looks that... Looks like it will be. Uh, if, if my wife and I can share... Uh, that will be enough, but uh, I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I, I know Kyle's skeptical, but I'm looking forward to dragging him over and making him watch how easy it is to go from tablet, you know, mobile mode to TV mode and then back and... and Kyle will not be something. allowed to touch my Switch ever. <laughs> okay, here. He says too many hurtful quick, things in the past. <laughs> intentions were to apologize. I've always liked, like, wanted the Switch. It didn't convince me to buy it, but, like, I always wanted the Wii U, too, but I just couldn't, I couldn't put the money out for it, so maybe I'll shell out money one day for this console but i want your child to go hungry because you bought a switch that's <laughs> all i'm saying is that too much to ask it's fine it'll be good spend carrie's money on a nintendo switch please yes. i'll just take out idea. some more loan money it's fine oh there you go that's perfect there you go. yeah it's what it's there for money is for spending not for saving no that's the whole point you of money. can't take you can't take it with you, can't you take it with you but what if you can what if it's like you oh, know God. you die and then the afterlife your save carries over and <laughs> if you had your money still you could have bought something really i could have yeah it's new it's games good. plus well, you can't yeah. build can great get, credit without well, first building crushing <laughs> debt crushing that's, debt. that's, that's true. Mr. Tragus. a wise mm -hmm. work there it is yes written true by fact. a man who understands true credit <laughs> Zero percent. So <laughs> no. that might as well be true to me. I have no idea. Didn't you work? <laughs> I got to listen to the advice I given by these know. men. I worked at a uh, like a financial institution for IRAs and stuff. Still I feel like you should know what credit is if you work. I mean, I know what credit is, oh. but I don't know a damn thing about building it properly. And <laughs> and I've never had a loan in my life. I've never owed anybody money really. So that's probably a good place to be in oh, well then they, then you have no credit which is then not you have good, zero credit so. yes <laughs> but that's what my that's what the wife is for so it's fine it's yeah. good okay okay um there has been some switch news uh this week we know that uh, there will be some games that will not play on the tv they'll only play in tablet mode nintendo just today 
dropped a bunch of uh, indie titles. Gentlemen, does that excite you, or is it just another day in the park? Here we go. I was excited by all those indie titles. The thing that, I don't know, I'm probably going to buy most of them on Xbox, which is a problem. But some of them that had, like, you know, the idea of they could play with two people and you got your two Joy-Cons probably is going to make me buy a couple of them on the Switch okay. itself. I can't remember exactly. Um, if I were to buy Ukulele, I'd probably buy it on the Switch just because that seems like a Switchy game. And mm -hmm. yeah. I already have, like, Shovel Knight and Stardew Valley and stuff and Binding of Isaac, but, like, I don't know. I might pick up one or all of those again, so. Yeah, to have them, have them mobile. Scott, were there any that excited you? Um, None that really blew me away i because like will i own the ones that i'm really interested in already um so shovel knight i'll probably i might get it but i i don't know kind of doubt it and then uh isaac maybe fast racing rmx is the only one that like really yeah. kind of interests me and that's just because i like f-zero a lot and i've always wanted nintendo to do something with f-zero and since they haven't gotta go fast I gotta go fast. Yeah. I, I'm off. The game that it's like most linked to is F Zero GX, probably on uh, on GameCube, and that game's I I've owned it. I couldn't even beat like the second story mission. It's so freaking impossibly fast, but yes. I still want it. I want to go fast. I got the need for speed. What yeah, about that you? that what one excited you? me. That one excited me. Um, I I think I there are a few games on there that I have not checked out. Uh, Things like Binding of Isaac, Stardew Valley, uh, and so to see them on the Switch does excite me. That I might finally pick them up and and be able to play them, you know, on the go. Uh, and so that, that excites me. I think there are a lot of lot of games on there that uh, that could potentially be really cool. I would love to finally pick up Shovel Knight. Um, it's a good uh, game. War Groove. War War. Is that what? It, yeah, War Groove. That's an interesting uh, name. Pretty cool. Like based yeah, on the name, I thought uh, it was gonna be like what it was, like a, like plus like rhythm. Or... But there wasn't any of that, so then it's I immediately really lost no, interest. It reminds me of uh, Advance Wars, and I think that could be really, really cool. So yeah, I'm more indie, more indie developers. I think uh, in the long run is good, and it actually I think it makes it look more like a. Uh, a solid mobile replacement, solid mm -hmm. mobile mobile console. As someone yes. who is basically wanting to buy the Switch, but wanting to buy it when it has more substance, it was very cool to see all the indie games that they announced today. Because, like, I mean, back like my if you remember my when we were talking about the Switch, one of my things that I thought would fix it was just like the introduction of an app store, getting third party developers to come in and make games for it. And I think that this is a cool yeah. at least it, it seems like a good step towards that. I don't know exactly how the indie games work, like you pay for them and stuff. Like I don't know. I just wanna it, it, it's a cool thing. I I want the Switch to have a ton of substance and I think it will based on how well it's selling and people are gonna jump on board because there's money there. And so that it, it it's very exciting to see all that stuff. So yeah, I, I like that it's gonna have a more. I, I like the idea of games that don't work on the TV because it's gonna have more the apps that I'll never buy the crap mobile games in my <laughs> mind. But that the fact that it has those will be a selling point to some parents who if they're looking like I'm gonna buy my kid this Amazon Fire tablet this year or I can get them this thing that 
already plays those same games and plays right. actual Does games. <laughs> yeah, so Does maybe maybe it'll have a chance. Plus, you know, more I mean, touchscreen stuff, which is kind of yeah. cool. If you put that touchscreen on the system, you might as well use it, especially in games. So, yeah, I'm secretly mm-hmm. still holding hope that Zelda is going to let me use the touchscreen to move items to the active slot, because after playing <laughs> Zelda games on Wii U and on 3DS for like the last 10 years, I don't want to go back to having to press pause and then selecting oh. all my items and then going back. <laughs> Cause it's oh. terrible. Hey, that it's reminds terrible me. I can pick up Breath of the Wild on Wii U, right? So yeah, if like yeah, one of can. you wanted to, you know, uh, give me your Wii U now that you guys have the Switch, then oh, I can no. get the oh, Breath of the Wild and yeah. play Wii U. I will sell you a chance to win it in a round. Good. Uh, all right, I'll take that. That's what you I'll take that. You can, uh, <laughs> you can borrow my Wii U as long as I get to keep the copy of Breath of the Wild in the long run for a collection's sake. That's all I'm saying. Uh, um... No, the old, yeah, and with the Breath of the Wild Wii U, all that I've read is that there's some frame rate drops, but it's mostly in like unimportant areas, like just when you're walking and it's raining heavily or something. Like <laughs> I didn't hear about it being an issue for actual gameplay. So cool. No, I haven't heard too many issues. So it will be really interesting to see this yeah. first uh, this first week as things uh, start getting revealed and and how people like the Joy-Con controllers. I mean. Uh, so do expect from us, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, much larger review uh, coming in the near future. Uh, you know, at least the three of us chatting about how much we like it, and Kyle just crying in the corner because we won't let him touch the joy. <laughs> I'll be playing. Yeah, I'll be playing. Let's Clash have the next so podcast. We all just make fun of Kyle the whole time. That's it. <laughs> I think that's perfect. Yeah, that's, that's my it. that's my only plan going into every podcast. <laughs> I have notes. Fair enough. Written over yeah. here. Insults for Kyle, the nose category. I've already run through all of it, yeah, so yeah, I'm starting to work around to him not being a real doctor, and then you know, that's we'll good. Yeah, it. yeah, that's good. Um, all right, uh, moving forward uh, in our video game news, I definitely want to talk about uh, Jim Sterling this week. Uh, pull up a picture there of him for you guys. Jimbo Slice. Uh, let me let me move that for you because I don't like the way that looks. Um, but yeah, Jim Sterling, was, uh, he runs a YouTube channel, Jimquisition, and I think it is important uh, to you know, kind of talk about what happened with him. Uh, so some of you know he was uh, sued by a uh, gaming company, a developer, uh, Digital Homicide, right? Yep. That sounds right. Yeah. Digital Homicide sued him for $10 million because he hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah, he posted some reviews, a uh, variety of reviews on one of their games, uh, the Slaughter Grounds, something like that, something like Slaughter. that. It is not noteworthy by any means. No, okay, um, don't say he, that. You trying to get sued for ten million? That'd be fantastic. Uh, the stream would grow. It would just be a good move for us. I feel like if we finally please got sued. sue us. <laughs> Um, and and the it, this was a two year battle essentially, and the the judge finally saw it and threw it out, uh, citing First Amendment rights that that video game reviewers have this right to express their opinions. And fortunately, uh, Jim, Mr. Sterling, had had everything behind him. Uh, I mean, a good legal team won, uh, but also the truth, the simple fact that he didn't slander or libel their name in any way. Uh, gentlemen, this is important to us, right? I mean, as video game mm-hmm. players and streamers, you know, we might not stream 
games that we love. Yeah. But uh, but certainly we're going to give our opinions on it, and we've got to know that we can say what we want to say in a in a safe environment, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Yes. I mean, it's shocking to me that this is even a thing because I remember reading about this like two years ago. And so it took this long to figure things out, but I think it's just really important that, you know, as of right now, our rights are safe. We don't have to worry about stuff. Because I I did see a video of that game. I mean, this lawsuit probably brought that game more attention than it ever would have gotten (laughs) or deserved because it looks terrible. But it's just important that he could say that it's terrible and not have, you know, repercussions. Yeah. Yeah, well, and there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, things like taking Shutterstock photos and and including them in the game. I mean, it's just it got messy and it just turned into a big uh, you know a big peeing contest. I mean, honestly, when you really look at it, um, and unfortunately for Jim, his legal fees probably racked up, and yep. that was most likely what Digital Homicide was going for, just to shut him up by suing him, and that's kind of the the unfortunate state of uh of gaming that's that's what's crazy with i mean just not just gaming but the legal system in general big companies will just threaten to sue you or sue you knowing that you probably can't handle the legal fees to fight them even when they're obviously gonna lose and i'm glad to see that he did not back down and he made them lose Mm -hmm. he should counter sue them for Costing him pointless legal fees and shit. In, That's a thing, in theory, right? He probably could. Yeah, but um, maybe he's not a dick probably, like them. So he's he'll probably just, just I'm tired. Go with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would think so. Pretty tired. In think happier I'll go home news. Now. <laughs> in happier news, we've got to talk about the Mexican runner. Ooh, the Mexican. Uh, so, uh, Piotr. Delgado. Is this a Trump thing? This is not a political This is going to make oh, Scott okay. jealous. The wall. Someone's oh. better than him. I actually, I don't even believe it. I didn't read any of the articles. I've only seen the headlines. I don't believe you don't the believe headlines. No. He finally finished running all 714 NES games. Those are that's licensed NES Scott's NES doing games. the math to make sure well, that that's I'm how many there really here. are. I don't think there actually are 714 licensed, so maybe he slid into some. Or maybe there's some that are like duplicate titles. Like, you know, you have Mario and Mario Duck Hunt and Mario Duck Hunt Track. Like, those, that's that's really... And those games maybe. are all separate and their own thing. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I'm pretty sure there's only like 696 officially released NES games. Mm-hmm. Well, but he head, did... But. He, so he did those... And yeah. then did the PAL version, the PAL games as well. Ah, so the PAL there it is. That makes so, more sense. So yeah, that that somehow gets him to seven fourteen, and he right. speed runs I'll them. Take it. I, come on, that's just amazing to me. He does them all. How fast all. are how fast are his speed run times though? That's the real question. Yeah, well, what's the he like requirement cool here? Did he just like do them? Well, and, he oh, didn't speed, speed run. run all these games. He just wanted to right. beat them all. He's a speed runner normally. Yeah. Uh, but he, so I would for all these games, he, them, speed he did probably speed run um, as many as he too. could. I'm sure he tried to beat them as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, but but he does hold a few records for speedrunning in in uh, in at least a couple games. I think Super Mario Three is one of his big ones. Um, but I just I that, I think that is so impressive. And Scott, you've owned many many NES games. I have indeed. Did you ever get close to playing all? Like, how many did um, you own? I when owned, it was all said and done. I think I owned like two hundred ninety six. Wow. S- separate games Almost at half. one point. Yeah. Um, 
And there are so many of them that are just so bad that <laughs> I can't even imagine how a person could sit through and actually beat them. And there's some that are just, I mean, flat out unbeatable. So I know for a lot of the games, he had to have set like specific criteria, like what counts as beating this game? Like, how do you yeah. say that you've beaten Tetris other than you got to the Tetris kill screen? I'm assuming that's what he did because it's level 30 in Tetris is when it's like unbeatable, except for... Thor Ackerlin, the Nintendo World Championship winner from 1990, who did go on in a Tetris documentary I watched to beat the previously thought unbeatable Tetris wow. screen and make it one level further. Like, it's so fast <laughs> that you can't even tell, like, what's going on. I don't know how he did it. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I would, I would like to read in, uh, more into it uh, as well. I think that would be very interesting. In it's, other news, yeah. Marvel. That's Marvel. it. That's all we got to say about that guy. Apparently, good job. I feel like I, impressive. Good job, guys. It is, it is yeah. pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. But what else could that guy have done with his time? Let me tell you. So many other games. Than, How does he get access to all those games? Like, are they on emulator or some? Oh you know, God. like, is it hard to find like seven all 714 games or whatever? You think it's very um, it, it's exceptionally hard to find physical copies of them all, but ROMs are pretty easy to get. Yeah. There's there's some that I mean there's no way he played a physical copy of Stadium Events like yeah unless he's just crazy and he spent like three grand on a freaking video game or more <laughs> I don't know what it's worth now but that'd just be crazy crazy yeah I'm pretty yeah. impressed with that guy because uh. I've played some some pretty garbage tier NES oh games oh, yes. in my day, and I don't know. I don't know. I just, What's the worst? What's the, the worst in your opinion? The worst. Uh, the worst. NES the game. worst I played with you, Scott, was the castle one where you have to get in the door, and there's like a dragon out there. Mylon's you... secret castle. No, he's talking about Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. No, the very first screen is almost unbeatable. So yeah, yeah. that's probably the worst I could imagine trying to beat because it's literally one hit deaths like throughout the entire thing. So hard. Not the bat though. You have a life Not the bar. bat. That bat takes like seven you. hits or something. Yeah. Yikes. So what, what's the worst one? Um, Dragon's Lair is played? one of them. The worst. It's hard for me to say what the worst one I've ever played is. Uh, I mean, Dragon's Lair is really high up there. I think there's a game called uh, Castilian that I really, really hated. It's like got a weird half 3D thing going on that doesn't work on the NES at Ooh. all. <laughs> yes. um, uh, a lot of the really bad ones are like unofficial games, though. So that makes it those ones wouldn't have worked into his playthrough. Like Little Bible Red Adventures, yes, is Bible terrible. Adventures. Bible Adventures is a great game. game. It's so good. Yes, yeah, it sure it is. Well, it's not a great game bible adventures is probably one of the worst games i've ever i, actually I beaten really any want to of. meet the people who made bible adventures that would just be great <laughs> a great person to me like who who is this person it's yeah. baby moses, of all time. Baby moses. it's a great game i mean real the the real worst game is probably action 52 because it's 52 awful games <laughs> so that's what In that's one. what i'd have to give it to yeah one cartridge of 52 it's like worst worse than like dollars yeah yeah worse than like when you end up on a random like in the in the early 2000s when you'd end up on a random flash site that had some really awful stick figure oh, games yes. like worse than those games. And really oh, awesome no. stick yeah. figure games <laughs> yes 
Yikes. All right. So that's well, yeah. Let's move on to good game topics, please. Yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk about uh, Marvel games. Uh, so the creative director Bill Roseman at uh, Dice recently, uh, the Dice convention, he said that the new Marvel games coming out will not be tied to existing Marvel stories. It's a pretty big Which, step. Pretty big step. You know, all the all the video game, like, comic video games have all been based on movies pretty much, right? Up to yeah. this point. And I've never I'm really been interested from the them. I mean, so. they're somehow yeah. tied to whatever is out typically. Now, not it's, always. It's mostly interesting in the current climate, I would say, for Marvel because they're so... Uh, all about linked universes right now like the tv and the movie universes exist at the same time so you'd think the video games would as well but apparently they're doing their own thing they're just letting them go off on their own so whatever whatever (laughs) i mean what what is the positive scenario behind this uh, why, why, why even allow this? I tell you the positive. The positive for me is I just have never really been that interested in superhero games that are based off the like come out with the movie. You know, it's just I like they, it just seems like a money making project that they maybe threw together haphazardly to try and say, sell like a video game. But I think uh, yeah, based on what Scott said with all the connecting of all the universes and stuff, it would have been, what if they had done a Marvel game that was connected with the universe, but like its own story, that would have been interesting to me to have it go it through some event. events. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, but mostly I'd say pretty excited that you could like, it, it makes me interested to actually maybe buy a superhero game like a new one because it's not i'm not just playing through a movie like it's something new something different something creative that for video game people wholeheartedly with kyle i I don't like when video games are based off of movies especially because then like i get a bad a bad video game version of the actor stuff like that i don't want that (laughs) at all i like when the games can freely go with their own art style and their own stories i think it's a much much more uh, creatively fulfilling experience for the people making the game and therefore you get a better game I know know Kyle likes some Spider-Man games but are there any Marvel or or even you know comic book movie games that you guys enjoy Batman Batman Arkham Arkham games the Arkham Arkham games are incredible Uh, (laughs) three really good games and those are those are based on their own thing right those aren't they don't come out with yeah, the movies and yeah. stuff. They're, they're original stories. It's a great, by Paul you know, Dino, I believe, who was one of the writers on the Batman animated series that aired on the WB. So yeah, they're all original. Um, the last good amazing well. Spider-Man game. It they made it for that terrible, terrible movie, <sighs> but it didn't go off of the movie, and I liked it. It was pretty good. You just got to be Spider-Man and swing around and stuff. I bought that, and that PS4 exclusive Spider-Man looks really good. Yeah, the new one coming out looks pretty pretty good. I'm excited for that. Um, other than that, I think there was I had a Spider-Man game on PlayStation One that was based on I think maybe the cartoon, not the not any movies, and it was pretty good too. So I think that played the, that was the one I played the demo of. Probably you could could you make the shell around you like the yes. spider shell and then burst out of yeah. it? Yeah, that yep, was awesome. Yep. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That game was rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I, game think, was sick. I think overall this is exciting. I think it'll give des- uh, you know developers a chance to expand and maybe come up with new storylines that are maybe tied to some comics. Um, the only thing that concerns me is, is in the interview, a developer compared it to uh, like walking into a kitchen at a restaurant and basically being said, here's what you can make. Um, and and here are your ingredients to make it. And maybe maybe it was maybe I'm taking it out of context, um, but it kind of made me sound like or made it sound like to me, okay, you know, here's you have to make a pizza. Now go to the vegetable you know aisle and make your pizza. Like it it didn't the maybe I'm just mixing the metaphor, um, but but it it got me a little you know concerned that they'll say okay you can make a Spider-Man game but it has to include Thor. And it has to include Mary Jane, you know, little things like it's got to include some story. And I just wonder if that will be too much involvement from big studios. I don't like vegetable pizza. I know that much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, taco pizza is okay, but, you know. No, no vegetables on any of my pizzas (laughs) at all, please. Except jalapenos. That's except green olives. Put green olives, sausage. Oh, yes. Roasted red peppers are the only thing I'm willing to put on that is not a meat or a cheese on pizza. But that's a whole other thing. Um, I don't know how to take that guy's comment. I guess we'll have to find out how it goes down. But I would say, I would imagine that they, people won't be too limited. If anything, they'll probably feel more freedom that they don't have to. Follow a movie script, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would be the hope. Are there any stories, before we move on, are there any stories... Um, from the comics, from Marvel, uh, that you would want to see in a video game, that you would want to play in a video game. Oh my goodness! I guess when you oh, when we when we brought up this, my first thought was like an Iron Man game, playing as Iron Man, uh, getting getting some like suit options, you know, like, and it's weird because it, one of the video games that I played a lot of that was from a movie that wasn't necessarily a superhero movie was Transformers. I bought a Transformers video game and it was super fun. I played a ton of it and uh, that's kind of what my mind jumped to immediately was, was like that type of... I don't know. I, it, was, it was on PS2 or something? or oh, I, I don't even remember, but I remember playing a crap ton of this game and having tons of fun shooting different types of cannons and just mass wrecking crap and so i don't know i could there could be some potential with different iron man stuff i don't know that's very okay i'm trying to i mean iron man would be really cool but i would like one that like maybe even a series of games that sort of traces multiple big story arcs for different Mm. superhero characters and i would like it for like iron man specifically because as you traverse through the ages of the comics you could upgrade his suit to like the more and more modern looking versions of the suit like start him off with this big bulkier can looking Mm. thing and then eventually he's got his his suit that's like built into his skin that he has now or whatever the hell it is like it's just crazy i think that'd be a lot of fun iron man would be cool uh other than that one of my favorite actually now i'm just thinking about uh 
about superhero games again and one of my favorite games at the time you know the awful awful hulk movie like yeah. the one, not yeah. even the edward norton hulk but like even yeah. worse than yeah. that the yep. i had the one. video oh, yeah. game of that movie and i loved it because i just it was like all i remember is you were just literally just like the hulk just running around punching the shit out of everything and that was that was all i wanted in any hulk video game so that's all it I, should be yeah, exactly. I want mm-hmm. just that for a Hulk game. And you could unlock different versions of the Hulk in that from different like comic book eras, I think, cuz I know you could unlock like Gray Hulk who can talk and stuff. It was weird, yeah. but yeah. Very <laughs> uh very awesome game. Uh it's probably terrible. I'm not going to I haven't played it in over a decade. <laughs> so, it's probably god awful, but I'd love to give it another shot now. And I want a Hulk video game like that. I really would just be interested in something for Marvel that's like uh, the DC Universe Online, though, if you could. Mm -hmm. I want like a game where I can have lots of superheroes all in one big thing together. So that would be fun. That was... uh, That'd be neat. Like, did you you ever play the Marvel Lego game where you can Uh, be... That was was pretty good. That was pretty fun. Uh, The mechanics in that game where you could switch between like the Hulk and uh, and that stuff that was pretty cool. I could I could go for something like that, different story, you know. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I was uh, uh, kind of thinking of some of the spinoffs even of comics would be really cool, like um, uh, any of the Ronin, the Ronin uh, comics. You know, get get some kind of you know alternate universe uh, Marvel would be neat. I don't know. That would be cool. Too. I th- I think it's cool though that uh, that developers and movie you know movie studios are big enough to say, you know what, video games made after movies suck. Generally, <laughs> yes. let's do something different and give developers you know a chance to to branch out. I think that's important. I think the golden age for trying to make video games based on already existing properties was the 16-bit era because they made a lot of cartoons into video games and they and were the so art style, good the art style of the games looked like perfect for the right for the cartoons as a, right so yeah the only the best licensed game i can think of re, of any recent time is actually south park the stick of truth that's like the the last licensed thing i can remember that i really yeah. enjoyed what about the fractured but butthole the fractured butthole i think that that one looks really good too i'm excited for that is that's not out right i'm not i don't know i don't think it's out i would i would know i would have bought it i really like the first one so i would have gotten that (laughs) yeah yeah man cool good on marvel branching out all right i want to talk uh briefly I, i think i mentioned this to to a couple of you guys um arc survival evolved it's kind of a survival game. It's available on uh, a couple of... I, th- I know it's Xbox One and PC. I would assume PS4. Not entirely sure. Uh, but they're doing something a little different. And and I know, Kyle, that this might interest you. Uh, they are offering $4,000 a month to <laughs> 15 uh, featured, they're calling them featured modders. So people who make uh, mods for the game will be paid by the company to make mods. Yes. Do you think this is a good thing? 
sounds like an excellent thing for modders who have previously been pretty much unpaid, right, to make things. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about much about Ark Survival, but what I know about Skyrim is I paid $60 for Skyrim SE and got more than $60 worth in mod and <laughs> just mod stuff like I've pretty yeah. much only played the mod stuff on on the Skyrim game it's been excellent I, I, my mind was blown with Skyrim so I don't know this art game but I, I, I imagine it's gotta be good and so it, it's like sweet yeah let's pay these modders who are spending a ton of time like $4,000 a month that's that's a salary right there, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's good stuff. I mean, it, with anything where people are getting paid, you could, I could, you, you could see some abuse happening potentially or something, but, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a really cool step, you know? Um, I think. So, I'm confused. Are they, like, officially employed by the company? Or is it, like, Not a reward? Much. I think it sounds like these, I mean, to be one of the 15, it sounds like they've already chosen those oh. 15. Um, you know, these are the people who have probably already made mods, and if they continue the upkeep on these mods, because I mean, mods get bugs and or have bugs and have to be sorted out, uh, and so if, you know, they're going to be continuously working on this, um, and then hopefully, I would assume, making more mods, that yeah. would be the you know reason. And so... Uh, I would assume if you know you just up and said you know what I worked really hard last month I'm not gonna do anything next month you're probably not gonna get paid I mean, just like you know any job so um, but I'm, yeah that 14 or 15 15 modders um, will be making 4k yeah. as long as they continue modding so the reason I ask is because like I know that there's a mod for Ark Survival Evolved that let that like puts Pokemon into it and you can like catch Pokemon in it and like <laughs> going to Skyrim like I I'm the type of guy who I have in my Skyrim now there's a giant Death Star in the sky um, <laughs> I replaced all of the music in the Skyrim game with Toe Jam and Earl music and instead nice. of Who's Throw Da right. it's um just do it no, you can, just you do can it do it right so so I, no, my, yeah. like i like mods like that and i think you know there's <laughs> a lot of people it, yeah, obviously that there's a market for that as well but would taking these people that are making these amazing <laughs> mods and then paying them introduce some weird you know copyright stringence on the mods that they make would they have to like make mods it a certain would, way would they be limited in what they could do because i feel like if they were making like oh here's a pokemon mod and then the company's actually paying them for that that could be problematic you know yeah i think i think it would have to be original works you know original uh creations or using what's already in the game so for example um in a lot of the skyrim mods it's a lot of environmental things that are just tweaked to be something new you know more trees stuff like that yeah i have some um, of those too yeah. there's like some amazing graphics mods on there mm. yeah and i i i agree with with kyle i think the mods on skyrim are, are fantastic um the only thing that's been similar to this i think it was valve uh a year ago ish tried to implement paid mods like if you wanted this mod you have to buy it it just resulted in nobody buying mods hmm. and so i think this is kind of cool that you know that people are going to be 
or you hope that people are going to be picking up these really good mods um, and having it featured from you know the developers of Ark Survival uh, could could be really cool. I I think I agree with you though, Will. I mean, you've got to you've got some if you're implementing you know again putting lightsabers into your game, you run into some some <laughs> copyright problems. Yeah. So that would just be quickly. interesting to see how that would pay out, literally pay out. I, I yeah, people. I assume it'll be more like the, the mods that I play on Skyrim, which are, which are like entire quest lines and completely original new areas. It's like twenty hours of or like you know eight hours of content, which is a, a frick ton of content for a free mod download. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, it, not the shout that makes it rain trains no i didn't i didn't get that one but there's a mod i mean there's a mod that adds that's like a complete overhaul of the game it adds like eight hours of content or, uh, of stuff mm -hmm. but it adds a whole new like alien race to skyrim and i haven't downloaded i haven't loaded it up yet but like it, like it gives it puts like guns in the game and stuff so I don't know. Sweet. It, it, the the Skyrim mods just absolutely blew me away, and it also blew me away that people did this for free. Like at the end of these big yeah. mods, or, or like a quest cave mod, it'll come up with like a credit scene kind of thing, and like the main modder will be like, "Hey, here's thank you for playing this. I made this. <laughs> Please hire me." Basically, it's like <laughs> at the end, like I, I would love to give you my you know contact me. I want to work for somebody, you know, basically is what it looks like. So seeing that they're going to pay him $4,000 a month, and, you know, as long as they keep making like good quality stuff, uh, you know, quality for mods, like it's insane. Cause it's brought, it's, mm -hmm. it's brought me back to Skyrim heavily. Like I'd play Skyrim just for the old quests, but I, there's constantly new stuff coming out for Skyrim now, which is just, you know, it's, it's insane. It's cool. just crazy. crazy. I just wonder if they'll eventually add more people onto this list, or if those, if it's just going to be those modders and everyone else who mods, if they can aspire to be paid mm -hmm. in the future too, it, or it if that sounded, will affect yeah. the type of mods people make in the opposite way. Like Will said, uh, like Pokemon, you couldn't add Pokemon to the game and get paid for it. So maybe modders will say, "Well, if I want to get paid, I can't make goofy, stupid mods like this at all anymore. I'm going to focus on the stuff that I know gets me paid." So, exactly, exactly. And I, I would hope that for some of these modders, it would be um, that platform into uh, you know a career, um, but would also be a platform to you know if this. Because uh, Ark Survival has been around for a little bit, not too long. It certainly hasn't taken off, but it's been on the uh, it's been on the top charts uh, on Steam at least for a while now. Um, you know, if the mods improve, because now someone you know a modder can say you know I can maybe work less at a real job, you know, like out in the world and work more on this part time job essentially. Um, I'm although four you know four four k a month is pretty solid. <laughs> um, that's nothing to scoff at certainly. Uh, that that could you know become maybe a growing point for Ark, and maybe hiring on more modders. Mm -hmm. But don't they eventually just become part of the team? You know, right? And <laughs> they're just now on the development team, and they're not modding. They're actually, like Kyle said, creating new content for the game, original content that is essentially. I mean, if they're being paid by the Ark Survival Company, that. Th 
you know, Ark now owns the property. Mm -hmm. It's it's not yeah. the modders. And the, anymore, and it's so. cheap for Ark, probably, right? Like probably. Like it's dozens and dozens yeah. of people for each of these things. They're paying like one group of modders. It, it, just like yeah. it's insane. Wonder if more companies will start doing this. You mean I, I kind of feel like it's just in the long run going to be a way to start paying employees less for video game <laughs> developer companies? It's just their oh goodness, long yeah. run strategy to get people to accept like, oh, four grand a month for this amount of work is is meaningful. Here you go, and then they'll just bring them on, and it's a genius little scheme they've got going. Yes, good. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, definitely, I, I think. Mm -hmm. I think. Now on to our what I think will be our big topic uh, of, of the evening, and that's and that's the Twitch Buy Now button. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. So again, I think a few of us kind of mentioned it uh, in our own group chat. Um, I didn't see it get mentioned in the Discord, um, but our Nightbot in the chat will be telling you to join the Discord uh, chat. I'm sorry, Probably I'm sorry at some well. point. Um, but as of today, as of yesterday, there is now an option to directly buy the game that you Boom. are watching streamed on Twitch. Buy so now. You log on, you're watching uh, you know, Dr. Lupo play Destiny. There's a button right next to you know his tag. Buy now. And it's got the price and everything, and it takes you, I would assume, right to Amazon. I mean, probably that's who owns Twitch, so it would yeah. go right to Amazon. I mean, they're linked together. Why so, did it yeah. take them so long to do that? <laughs> um, like, I don't know much about Twitch. I'll be the first to admit it, but like, I thought that was a thing already. Like, it seems like a no-brainer, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that but seems like a day is, one business practice. What is interesting is, uh, I thought when I when I saw that, I thought immediately, oh, that's a great thing for the people who are streaming because they get a portion of the revenue they when get a someone portion. buys yeah. it watching their stream. But then. The bigger Twitch streamers that I saw said that they probably wouldn't activate it on their Twitch accounts because they didn't want people to question their motives on what they're saying about games, which was something I wouldn't even have thought about because I would have just been honest if I hated a game or if I loved it, mm -hmm. but they're worried that if they activate this feature, people are going to be like, you're only saying you love this, so we'll buy it so you'll get more money. Like, so that's mm -hmm. interesting. Like, Gathalion, I saw a tweet out that he probably wouldn't activate it on his thing. And I'm like, well, you're Gathalion, you probably make plenty of friggin' money already anyway, <laughs> so who cares? But, but that's still, I didn't really think about it having any sort of downside. And then immediately, actual streamers were like, hey, there's a downside to this. Yeah. So, eh, it's a lot of people actually care about what people yeah. think of them, not like you and me, Scott. So. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll whore out anything for money. Yeah, Pay exactly. me $5, I'll whore out your game on this channel. Yeah, I don't no care. Problem. I have no self-respect. <laughs> yes. I, I think it's a cool um, thing. I'm down for anything that puts more money in the pockets of you know streamers and, and people who are trying to make a living being entertainers, I guess. you know. Um, the, the concern on, you know, are you going to promote a game just so you can make more money through the, the button? I'm sure people will do that, but, you know, I'm not going to fault golf Gathalian. I'm not going to say, you you Dumbo, why don't you just activate it? Nobody cares. You know, like he can make, he can do what he wants with it, I guess, if he's worried about that. It's got to be, it's, it's tough to have audience to be like a streamer and entertainer because I, I don't have that much experience. I don't have experience really with it, with having a big audience like that. But, um, 
you know, you're always wanting, wanting to grow and you're not wanting to change who you are, especially if you're, if you're successful and and they get a crap ton of crap from everybody all day long. Anyways, you know, any, any level, high level streamer, it seems like they're always just getting hate on hate on hate for everything. And so, you know, it'd be tough to be at that level and say, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go ahead and activate this thing that is potentially going to make people just get on my tw- on my chat and say oh he's, he's lying about liking this game or you know i don't know but i think it's cool I, I like to be i like seeing people being positive about games like when i see a crappy steam game people making fun of like a crappy steam game i love crappy games and so Bad it's like rats yeah like <laughs> i think it's fun to play it like like there was some bear game that that PewDiePie was playing a long time ago, and he like trashed it, and like it made it dive bomb on Steam. And I was like, I I, I kind of want to buy that game, and pl- I want to be a bear. Like that kind of sounds fun, but um, yeah. Anyways, I think I don't know. I think it's a cool thing. Put more money potentially in the pockets of of those streamers. Support help support them more. Yeah, I'd be interested to know exactly what that cut looks like. Is it, are we talking dollars? Are we talking cents? I mean, really, mm-hmm. what's it look like? Um, you know, and I do wonder how many people, if you're watching, let's say you're watching a Destiny stream or you're watching a, a WoW stream, you know, don't you think you probably already own it? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know that I generally watch too many streams of games that I don't own. Well, I um, think it maybe would... Maybe lately it's been For Honor. I've watched some streams of For Honor, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Well, some people... I mean, you think about it like For Honor or right now everybody is streaming Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, right. mm-hmm. it's games that just came out just came that out. you don't know if you want to buy yet watching somebody else play it that you respect their opinion generally on yeah. Twitch then you can say, all right, they like it. I've seen the gameplay. It looks intriguing to me. Now I know I'll buy it. So it makes mm-hmm. sense for that. But any game that I don't think anybody's buying Destiny at this point through <laughs> that functionality. So most of the streamers that like we watch would be Destiny streamers, I would think. Yeah. And then occasionally they play something else. But yeah. I'm not, I don't imagine Dr. Lupo selling any copies of Destiny to anybody at this point. Anybody who's watching his stream already has it. It'll but be maybe... it'll be huge for Destiny too. Oh yeah, oh, that my. could be true. That yeah. could sell. I mean, even people who know they're gonna buy it could potentially just hold off on buying it a day so that they can buy it through their favorite streamers mm. just to support them. There's gonna cool. be that would be do that for sure. Yeah, yeah. like because I the streamers who have loyal audiences love their audiences love to support them. So mm-hmm. I can absolutely see for the bigger mm-hmm. ones just having people who are like I'm just going to wait a day I know I'm going to buy this anyway I'm going to wait just click it once they're streaming it especially any streamers that get early access to stuff oh yeah like if you right. were if you were Cash somebody who money. had permission to stream Breath of the Wild early like some people get to stream it like a day before it comes out basically so then somebody who's watching could just buy it through you right there and you're getting you're printing money on something like that just yeah. crazy yeah so do you I mean I so I I try to browse twitch as much as much as possible if i'm doing something else you know because then i can go and i can support uh someone even just by being on their page and maybe you know jumping in the chat occasionally um do you think that this will drive more regular streamers to purchase or to try to play new games early on yeah i think i think it will have an effect on that like scott was Mm -hmm. saying yes 
I absolutely, if it were me, and I was, I would say to myself, like, I already like to play new games anyway when they come out. So if I could yeah. guarantee that I might get some new viewers who are looking specifically mm-hmm. for this new game. And that some people in my stream that normally come for the game I'm most known for will see something new and they might buy it through me to support me. Like, I would absolutely be motivated to start playing. We're already planning on streaming Zelda. I mean, that's in action. We're going to do that in real life. Yes. That's my life, though. I was. That's just because I want to play it, and I want to feel like I'm not <laughs> not working for the time that I'm playing that game. Yes. So that's the only reason I'm gonna be streaming. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I think it'll be really interesting to see how this uh, how this plays out if uh, we start hearing that uh, uh, Twitch streamers are having problems with it. Um, I definitely feel like from the outside looking in. Um, that there might be some skepticism, you know, is this guy playing it because he actually enjoys it? Is what he says tainted by the fact that he might be trying to sell you? But if it's a small number, you know, if we're talking sense, it's just kind of a thank you. Thank you for using Twitch, you know, thank you for using the service. Um, and, and not so much, please sell our games. Please mm-hmm. make people buy from Amazon. Like, so hopefully... Hopefully it works out. I think it'll be cool, and and yeah, I can definitely think of a few streamers I'd want to, mm-hmm. I'd want to support rather than waiting. Or you're buying the game day one, buy it, buy it day two. Because mm-hmm. exactly. if it's like five percent of the, if they get like five percent of the sale, that's like three bucks per. I mean that, you know, that'd be pretty substantial. Right? That's that's you know? essentially what that's, they get from a subscriber, and it's something right. that people are already spending their money on anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're more likely to get it, I feel like, than a subscriber because a subscriber is you're saying to yourself, I'm specifically just spending my money on this streamer as opposed to being like, I was, I'm already buying this and I can help them out. Like you yeah. get more perks for the person it's and cool. the same amount of money for the person, uh, streamers. Good stuff. It's a good it's deal. Good. Oh, yeah. yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I don't I'll personally, be, personally, I don't see a, that the controversial, like, oh, they're going to think I have ulterior motives, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't personally see that panning out to be something big, but. I don't either, but our, I mean, our Twitch stream has 400 followers as opposed to like 180,000 followers on Twitch. So you get a lot more negative people jumping in when you're bigger. So it's, yeah. But I would honestly, if it were me, really, I just, if people thought I was a shill, I just wouldn't really give it. I give a crap at all because I, I know I'm not so no. people, and my real my actual fans would understand I that I'm not I mean so it really wouldn't affect me no. that's it that's all well all cool right. well cool well we have reached that time ladies and gentlemen that Whoa. Uh, it is time that to time turn, it's that time the chat. the chat time and answer the questions that you have I have give seen us your questions multiple questions in the chat I actually saw one um, that so I wanted to ask that I, I saved in my brain which Whoa. is what, what were your favorite your childhood games so I'm just thinking like Ooh. pick a favorite game from video, when you were a kid when you games. think of being a kid and playing a game what's that one that like pops in your what's head what's the one that pops up yeah, Sonic I've been thinking 3 and on Knuckles it. I've been thinking on it so I'll answer too obviously Mega Man 3 is a game that I played the crap ton of but when I think of uh, if I have to pick aside from that and I think of games that were more actually made for my generation i think yeah. uh, super mario sunshine is probably like my one of my favorite nice. games that i i can think of spending hours and hours yeah. and hours playing 
great game. I was gonna say I love Mario Sunshine. 64 would have been would have been probably the the biggest one. Um, yeah, I mean maybe maybe even uh, the Legend of Zelda on the NES. Uh, Not that I ever beat it as a child, but I played it a lot as a child, just exploring and going around. Um, but I would say I probably spent a majority of my time when we talk early days on Mario 64. Yeah, yes. Definitely. All right. And then, then there, there's that. Uh, I'm gonna answer one question that comes up every two seconds. When is Destiny Cop Season Two Never. coming out? We're working. Never. We're friggin' working on it. We answer yeah, this we question are. every, <laughs> every goddamn day. Every I'm gonna day. start doing doing a weekly update on Destiny Cop's progress, just so people will leave me alone about it maybe for a second well i have to start a blog for my class and that's what i was going to make the blog all right about. so there you go it. i'm gonna do then it I for you i guess we better make some progress this <laughs> was oh, no. a question what oh, do you no. think of this week's iron banner have you guys played it at all yet nope nope i nope. have i played oh, it you did yeah right. i played yeah. i played Why some iron banner it, supremacy i'm playing it so i can get it. that sweet hand cannon that's like my dream gun that oh, is at the vendor it's got cannon. firefly and and uh explosive rounds and uh i didn't know that you could get that on a high impact uh, uh hand cannon so i'm grinding for that one hard but yeah it's supremacy it's fun it's different because of the new meta like way different um can't it, it kind of saw I, I it's not as good because you can't just confidently take out a fusion rifle or a shotgun and there's a yeah. there's the diversity kind of it, it really makes it hurts supremacy a lot i in my opinion because i like the chaotic nature of it um but it's good i mean i like supremacy a lot so i was having fun today had oh, one but probably half the games and then got stomped half the games good stuff you gotta hold out for that lingering song with uh feather mag uh, yeah. luck in the chamber and mine's brace frame but i think small bore also takes down your magazine and yeah. then you can get that you can get that four shot luck in the chamber machine where it's just 50 percent chance like you're two tapping somebody and it's beautiful i saw fallout tweet that today and i was like he's talking about scott's gun Oh yeah, Scott's had for a long time. Baby, (laughs) I'm so sad. Like that's why I can't even bring myself to play Iron Banner because I'm so sad that everybody's gonna have it now, and it makes me. What? Who is saying? Oh, good. I like that question. Smash or pass, Amanda Holiday? (laughs) (laughs) I I typed smash because Uh, it was a good question. The answer is obvious. You smash. All right. Smash or pass? And all. Just saying. All right, guys. Kill, fuck, marry. I don't know. Ray, <laughs> the Queen, and Amanda Holiday. Oh no! Kill Cora Ray. Uh, oh, oh, kill I, the Vanguard. Jeez. Fuck the Queen. Uh, marry uh, Amanda Holiday. There you I go. I think that's a solid answer. There you I, go. I don't that's think. Pretty good. I don't think anyone could justify anything different. No. no. Like, what would well, your you reasons could, be? You could marry the Queen, then you become a king. Like, I mean. That's, I don't think it's worthwhile, I, right? I don't think I don't you do know. become a king because no. I think uh, if you read the lore that they're matriarchal. Um, uh, if you read the lore, exactly. Yeah. Read the, exactly. <laughs> I don't read the lore. I'll have Tyler read it yeah. for me. Tyler, 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 Tyler read the lore, lore, lore and find know. out if we could be the reef king. That's your next <laughs> yes, the next king. week. Can that be a thing? Can we? Can we See, be the reef king? Carlos said Let he would marry the queen. So 
mm. in your face. Well, All right. That proves my oh. point. Carlos is the worst. That's true. He is the worst. Damn it. You're there right. You You've bested me. <laughs> Get out of here, Carlos. All right. Well, I have not seen. We still have any like more we still have like a minute. We got like a Look, minute. We got a minute. Um, oh my gosh. Well, there were tons of questions earlier. Now I just I'm not seeing any. Because yeah. people like to talk about what we're talking about, and they're not asking us questions. So ask us Please. questions. I just want a question. That's all I want. Oh. I got nothing. I got nothing. All right. Well then. Uh, oh right. wait, I did well. see one. What was the best Pokemon, red, blue, or green version? They're all Pokemon the same. Red. Oh really? So. Red, red is the best because it's best. got Charmander on it. So. Well, yeah. actually, if you're referring to the original release, it was, it was red and green, Pokemon. and then blue was updated, so they got rid of a lot of bugs, and then they what? just made the Pokemon list for red and green and made it red and blue in America, but it was blue version. So if you're going off those three, it's definitely blue. But my first one was red. I liked red. Red. Yeah. Yeah, I had red. Red. Uh, oh, Scott, somebody will you play Horizon Zero Dawn? Man, I would really, really like to. It looks cool. Everyth if you buy I've, that I've, game before you buy Overwatch, I will no, not listen, be your friend anymore. You stupid, <laughs> you stupid half-beard bastard. Listen to me, all right? <laughs> all right. I thought that game looked really cool, like... The first time I ever saw footage of it, and I really want to play it, and I really prefer single-player games to multiplayer games, so I would buy it before Overwatch. But Breath of the Wild's coming out, and I know I'm going to have absolutely zero time to play yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn mm -hmm. until it's on. By the time I'm done with Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero Dawn will probably be on sale. So I'd rather just wait and wait pick it up. Eventually it I will play it. But there's no way... That if I got that game, I would do anything but play Breath of the Wild for the next week anyway, so who cares? Smasher Pass Tolan the Shattered. <laughs> that was a question. Yeah. Good. Gross. Yeah. Toland. Um, well, smash chat, though. Listeners, thank you it's for been joining a, it's us. Been a time and a half. On this February 28th edition yes. of Husky Radio. Of Husky Radio. Were you gonna mm -hmm. were you gonna say something? Well, I was gonna say, face? is that is that time forty minutes? Because then it would have been a time and a half. That's all I'm saying. Because that's an hour. I was just making a joke about how Will said it's been a time and a half. You know. So if you take like if you make it so time equals forty minutes, and then you divide that in half, you get twenty. And then if you add those together, it gets it funnier as you explain it. It gets funnier. It's so good. Thanks. Wow. Oh, that was a good it's joke. Good. I thought it was pretty clever math right on the spot right there, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> join us. Join us later this week as we unbox, unwrap, and and cuddle with our Nintendo Switches. And make fun of uh, Kyle. And make fun we'll of Kyle. Multiple, I'm certain multiple live streams going. I'm going to uh, do a stream have... of me throwing my Nintendo Switch out the window. Just so you know, live stream. This is for me. Kyle. Live stream. Yeah, I'm gonna be chuck it down four stories to test its durability. Live streaming me sitting on the couch, just sitting there, twiddling so, my yeah. thumbs, twiddling thumbs. So you can watch that. Live. I like it. Yeah, live. Yeah. Stream. Mm -hmm. Please Facebook Make live. Make sure you guys okay. check out the links below. We've got lootcrate.com/huskyraid. Promo code salsa gets you ten dollars off your purchase. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter to keep up Boom. to date with all of the cool things that we do. Uh, dig the Discord chat. 
chat that if Discord. If you ever want to keep up with us, uh, go to uh, teespring.com slash Husky Raid. Yeah, still a few yes. days. There's still six days left on the six Husky Raid. Yes. I saw something weird six. on the moon and all I got Get was a stupid t-shirt. T-shirt still has six days left on that. Get your t-shirt. Buy it. It's gone. Buy it. It's gone forever. And you'll never have a chance to wear it. And then... Like mm-hmm. ten years from now, when you're obviously still regularly watching content on this channel, and we're millionaires, and you run into us at Disney World on one of our many lavish vacations, you won't have that shirt on, and we <laughs> no, won't recognize, no, you, won't recognize you. Yeah, we will not. We, we sign won't even. Yeah, so. it's, it is what it is. There it is. So, all right, wrap it up. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Well, that's perfect. As we end this stream, you guys have a wonderful evening. Thank you for joining us at Husky Radio.